Diablo. Hi, guys. Oh, that's a weird smell that came off that can. What'd you do to it? Oh, that's my lip. <laughs> Hi, guys. <sighs> Welcome back to the What Can Go Wrong podcast. When I got from my drink down so I can count my, my sayings, my names. My name is Julie. Ju- <laughs> Start over. It's all right. It's all right. It's all good. No, no, no. <laughs> Only us, and that's who really matters here. Exactly. My name is Julie Julia Jules. What do I say at the beginning? My name is. Hey guys, welcome to the What, what Can Go, Go Wrong podcast. podcast. My name is Julie Jules Julia, that loud Mexican bitch. Overall, Jules. Hey, you blue shirt, the strong arm, the tyrant, the spider, Julie the cat, Julie san, Northside Jules, and that's it, bitch. I we'll couldn't. See. I couldn't get the first one. We'll see. I'm drunk too, so I, I feel like that's right, but I'm not sure. It sounds. It sounded right, and to my left, I have. Um. As always, you got a uh, Pastor Pierre here. You know, just helping you walk through your life, giving you some insight, some foresight of what you're doing in the world, because you know the devil he attacks in many ways, and he comes. He comes for you. Best believe that. When you're trying to do better and, you know, live your life. Because the devil, the devil, he already got those who are already there on the ground. You know, he, he, he ain't worried about those. He got some. He worried about you trying to do better. I hope you enjoy being muted right now, sir. Yeah, the devil, the devil will mute you sometimes, but you just keep on talking. And just like that, the good Lord will, will, will turn you back on. Amen, amen. The Lord, what is it? God is good. All the time. All the time. All the time. God is great or good or some shit. I don't know. I forgot. I haven't watched it so long. I forget. Okay. Anyway, we're back with, if you couldn't tell, we're back with some more um, confessions with Pastor Pierre because y'all apparently like these motherfucking confessions. So we figured we might as well. What is it? Um, What is it when people... You know, when they confess, they, they feel better. They tell the truth and the shame oh. the devil. <laughs> sure, that's fine. Whatever. Anyway, so we're going to go back in time a little bit when Pastor Pierre was running a summer camp. Fuck, that's right. That's they back put me in, in charge and fuck. I can't believe they fucked. They, they saw you and said, leadership. 06. I remember the year vividly. Okay. Because Dave Chappelle, the Chappelle show came out and that's... All we did was quote Dave Chappelle, but I was a part of an inner city summer camp. Um, and when I say inner city, I mean Mexican summer camp. You know, there's <laughs> a lot of Mexicans. A lot of suavite. Yeah. At least it and smelled nice. Bro, the shit we got away with. The shit we got away with at this summer camp. As like leadership or just as? My first year there. Okay. There were no rules or regulations. We had one fifteen passenger van. We were like, all right, guys. We're all going to the pool, so we're going to have to lap it. So, all these kids, uh, guidance counselor, you're going to have to have a kid in your lap, ma'am. Don't worry about it. It's all good. <laughs> Nobody thought anything about it. If you're like, obviously, there are no creeps here. Right. It's a right. church. It's, it's a, a church. Christian church. Christian church. We're all good. We're not Catholics here. Hey, you don't have a seatbelt? It's okay. Just put your hand out. <laughs> the, Lord, yeah. the Lord will protect The Lord will protect this van. I gotta, I'll pray for the van right when we get there. So this is the type of summer camp I'm doing, right? So I worked there my first three years. I was just a regular counselor. Right. And then I turned 18. Six, 16, 17, 18, 
Three years and I was 18. I started when I was 16. Right? <laughs> there we go. There we go. So I started getting a little taller and they're like, you know what, Pierre, you're doing a great job with these kids. <laughs> would you like to be leadership? I said, yes, the fuck I would. I've been waiting. You know what this what we really need? We need to come together as a team is what we need to do. Us counselors, we're together for, and it was all fun. So let me get back a little bit just to set it up. So I was working 40 hours a week at this summer camp. How much do you think I was making? If you were working 40 hours a week, this is back in 09. I would assume that a week, you got paid a week. Most people get paid Mm -hmm. biweekly, but okay. I'm going to assume... Like $800 a week. Fuck it. I got $100. $100 for 40 hours? And when I moved up to leadership, they bumped it up to two. $200 for 40 hours a week, yeah. bitch. And I was Go. like, and I was glad, and I was thankful you for that shit. Fuck that. That is, did they know about child labor laws? No, they did not. Apparently. <laughs> there were no fucking, there were no I-9s filled out, no W-2s, none of that shit. God, okay. So, so then? This is my leadership year, right? And I'm like, you know what would really make this summer camp get better is if we have an overnight here at the church, because it was a church summer camp. Right. Like Bible, Bible vacation school, if you will. <laughs> okay. What the fuck are you laughing for? I'm not. You like laughing at Jesus? <laughs> that motherfucker funny. Yeah. I hope I... This is where you want to be. This is, this is where I am. This is where I am, and I fucking own it. All right. So, I'm like, we need to get a summer camp. Like, um... What's that word? Camaraderie. Camaraderie. Conglomerate? Conglomerate. (laughs) Come together with all of us, you know, summer camp counselors and leadership. Yeah. Let's let's hang out together. Mm -hmm. Hey, we got the church here. How about a sleepover at the church? Oh, my God. With a bunch of adolescent teens, anywhere from the age of 13, I think the oldest was 23. 23 and you still going to Bible study? Well, not Bible study. Summer summer camp. camp, Whatever. Whatever. And so the church was like, but of course, Pierre, you seem like a cool guy. Go ahead and do it. And I was still, you know, I fuck around, you know? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Some things happened that night. I had the best intentions. Oh. I was like, the girls are going to sleep in the adult Bible study room. Uh-huh. And the boys, we're going to sleep in the basement next to John Gomez. John <laughs> Gomez. <laughs> Who the fuck is John That's his Gomez? real name. Fuck, I shouldn't use his real name. <laughs> It's all right. He he passed R.I.P. So John Gomez was the older Mexican dude who lived at the church. Oh, he was like the groundskeeper. But he was too old. He couldn't fix nothing. Aww. He prayed for shit. He was our, one of our strong prayer warriors. You know, if you're sick in the hospital, John Gomez, that was a good thing. John Gomez came and prayed for you. John, John will be there. Good. So John was like an old, I don't know what he was. He was like an old Mexican dude. Mm-hmm. Didn't talk. Had no teeth. But he liked to tell dirty jokes he's that kind of dude <laughs> and so we were like yeah we'll sleep next to him because he slept in the food bank yeah 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 so he just had like a cot in the food bank or what or he had oh, a whole i think he had room. a whole setup i, I would what? not dare go into his room i would not dare go into his room oh god okay so you know and just to give you a little layout so it's me and probably six other boys mm-hmm. and the other the female counterpart you know the lesser person in charge her name was jessica you're a fucking bitch the lesser person in charge 
You should have just been like, and the other bitch that was like me. The bitch who wasn't as fun as Oh, me. God. Okay, go. Go, go. She wasn't the as chick, fun as Pierre. The chick. The other ch- It was Pierre and the chick that were in charge. And so I secretly had a crush on her. Oh. And so, you know, Pierre liked to do old school tactics. I yeah. like to do middle school shit, but I'm going to shit on you yeah. until you cry, just so you know I like you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would fucking poke fun at her all the fucking time. And, you know, she was, she was a little bit older than me. I remember this vividly. She... She was a cheerleader for a high school that was a rivalry to my high school. Okay. So we already had all that shit. So we, and she hated the fact that I got male privilege just because I was a dude. I got put in charge of shit. Yeah. Which was true, but she don't got a. It's not my fault. You know. So she was always against the man. So she'd always love fucking call me out. She said, "You only got that shit because you got a dick. That's the only reason why you got this position you're in." Did you tell her that you were a feminist? No, I said, "Don't you forget it. Don't you fucking forget it." <laughs> Okay. So it was always like this weird, like, kind of sexual tension between us, right? Right. But, you know, we're in the Lord's house, so we put that to the side. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it turns into a prank war where we're, like, trying to prank the girls. Because we're all playing hide-and-go-seek mm-hmm. and doing shit. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to prank the girls tonight. We'll just wait for them to go to sleep. And, you know, we'll do, I don't know, like, grab a bug and throw it in their room. Shit like that. Like, childhood like playful light shit that that was my vision of this like wouldn't it be funny if we just take all the toilet paper out of the bathrooms like that's that type of shit at all. that's not funny at all jessica uh-huh. had a whole she was did she, she know? a whole nother level okay this this counterpart mm. of mine <laughs> thought it'd be a good idea she was like you know what Let's watch everyone. Let's go upstairs. Let's watch a movie. I was like, all right, bet, cool. She was like, hey guys, um, just to celebrate everything that's going on, how we're doing stuff. It's really nice that we're kind of coming together and we're getting ready for the summer camp. Mm-hmm. Just want to bond. Um, I got a bunch of these chocolates, and I got a bunch of root beer floats. That's a lot of sugar. And me, I'm like, the f- chocolate. I don't fuck with no chocolate. Yeah. Pierre fucks with some root beer. <laughs> yeah. I fuck with that root beer real quick. <laughs> but okay, so what happened with this chocolate? So, I, so they come over and I realize it's like, I'm not even realizing this, but like the girls are serving the boys. And so because of my ego, I'm like, yeah, you fucking right. You come over here and serve oh, me. God. I like ate one real fucking fast, right? And I just remember seeing like some blue sticky stuff at the bottom. I was like, huh, that's weird. What the fuck is that? Whatever, you know, maybe it's some ice cream. Maybe it's like a sprinkle from the vanilla ice cream. Uh-huh. That's at the bottom. I was like, no, let me get another one. I and end up like, having five of these fucking root beer floats. Oh, you had, okay, I thought we were talking chocolates. You had five root beer floats? Yeah, because they brought chocolates, chocolates and chips. Oh. And I was like. What a weird combination. Nah, but, yeah, but the homie Byron mm-hmm. was there. And Byron was a, was a soulful man, if you will. He was mm-hmm. a black man. Mm-hmm. He didn't pass up no goddamn chocolates. He had the chocolate. He ate he the chocolate. He ate a majority of the fucking chocolates. Okay. And, and did he see some blue residue? Halfway through, he was like, I got to go home. I got to go lived, home. He lived super close to the church. He lived like probably like four or five blocks away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he dips out. I don't hear nothing back from him. And by this point, we're I'm already five fucking uh, root beer floats in. That's a lot. And we're playing hide and go seek all over the place. And this church has... 
short carpet. I don't know how to explain it, but like Shit. hard carpet. Oh, yeah, yeah. So when like you office, fall on that like shit, carpet, that shit carpet. burns the fuck out of you. Yeah, it's that office carpet. So we're fucking around, hiding all in the church, running around, pissing John Gomez off. John Gomez has <laughs> been peaceful for 20 fucking years. Hey, now you got all these all little young, is- these little <laughs> running around in the church all the fucking night. Boo, I got yeah. you. So he, he comes out. He got his revolver in his hand. He was like, you Bitch. guys get him. He was real gummy. I, don't, I can't do gummy, but he was like, you guys got to quiet down. I was like, yeah, John, I'm sorry, man. I'll, we'll, we'll keep it down. Oh, shit. And by this point, I'm just like, it's probably only like 12 o'clock. I'm like, fuck, bro. We got to fortify this fucking room. Everybody, let's put some soda cans in front of the door. Oh, in case Let's fucking in. just stay here and like hunker the fuck down, man. Yeah, so yeah. I hide under a desk and I have a bunch of fucking... Um, pillows, like cushions from the couches mm-hmm. covering me. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I was like, maybe they try to get some shit. I'm trying to set all this stuff up, bro. I'm like dying. I'm like, fuck, man, just let me, let me just take a motherfucking nap right here. Oh, I'm you're tired. Fucking, I'm tired. Oh, I'm just like. All the running around made you exhausted. So what happened was these fucking bitches put sleeping pills in all the root beer floats. They drugged us. No. They put sleeping pills in all of our root beer floats. And me, I was fucking guzzling them down. You I didn't know this at this point. Bitch. And the chocolates, what do you think the chocolates were? Lack the, the laxative. 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 That's why chocolate. our boy wanted to leave. I was like, thank God I don't fuck with chocolate. Dude. I would have so, been pissed. And that's not even where it gets bad. This at, is where it starts getting bad. At least you went home. At least you went home. Like, if I felt some rubble in my tummy, too, I'd be like, yo, I got to go home. So Smart man. We're hanging out, and I'm just like, fuck, man. And then someone tells me right before I pass out, they're like, yeah, bro, they put sleeping pills in all of our shit. I was like, god damn it, bro. You know what we should do? Let's get Jessica's car keys, roll down her window, and just... Because we had a bunch of like old glass just laying around and just sprinkle some broken glass outside of her car window oh, and so make it look like someone broke, broke her. her shit and yeah, just yeah, let yeah. the air out of her tire. Yeah, yeah. One tire or all four? One tire. And then I, that's all I remember saying and I fell asleep. I was dead. I was dead to the world. You died. I woke up in the morning. <laughs> some shit had happened. What? Some shit had happened while I fell asleep. To you? No, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. Did you have both socks on? So I woke up. <laughs> Jessica was gone. Oh. So one of the homeboys is there, and I'm just like, yo, what the fuck happened? They're like, oh, after you fell asleep, bro, we kind of let all the air out of all of her tires. What? Because, oh, like, it's because you had five fucking root beer floats that you fucking passed out. You couldn't, and they had only had like one or two. They wanted to avenge me. Nice. They're like, yo, bro, we tried nice. to wake you up. You were not waking up. And they're like, yeah, we let all the air out of her tires. And she got so fucking mad. She, like, cussed at everybody. Because this was, like, her. She had mom and a dad. And so they paid for this little fucking beetle. Yeah. It's like the beetle was her pride and joy. So this bitch left mad as fuck. How did she leave on four flat tires? Four flats drove to 7-Eleven, bro. <laughs> he did, never came back. So she was so oh. fucking mad about that shit. And I'm just like, yo, you fucking drugged us. Yeah, that's that's for real. And then the homeboy was there. And he was like, oh, bro, shit got wild last night. I was like, oh, for real? What happened? He was like, yo, I got my dick sucked. I was like, from who? Who? Oh, no. who? This is in the, in, the, in the house of the Lord? Yeah. Felatio like, happened? He was like, I was like, you got your dick sucked. He was like, yeah, man. 
where the baptismal is, where people get baptized, that little stairwell right there. I was like, by who? He was like, oh, come on, man. You know I can't do that. I was like, who? And then he told me the name. Uh-huh. And Insert the name. Future Julie will bleep it out. No, you won't. No. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> yes, I will. Her I'll name was Okay. Long story short, I ended up dating six oh. months after that. <laughs> you were like, Leo. I was like, so I heard you like sucking dick in church. <laughs> so all this, like two days later, all this shit comes back. And they're like, yo, Pierre, what the fuck happened? Oh, did the people above you, like no, the No, the pastors? people in the church, yeah, like all the all the all higher the- ups, uh, the elders is what they call them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They heard about all yeah. the ongoings. <laughs> because two of the people in their, in our group, their brother and sister, mm-hmm. and their parents were like, Super religious. They'd be like, "How you doing today, brother Pierre?" They used to, like brother oh, and sister, like, I like hate those that type shit. of those type like of Mexican that. Christians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like, they drugged you. I was like, they did. They did drug me. There was nothing I could do. So that turned into a huge thing. They were like, no more fucking sleepovers. No more. <laughs> Fucked it up. Poor John Gomez and his revolver. And so I tried to make things smooth with Jess. Right. And then. The more we started hanging out, the more drama I started hearing from Jess. So Did this you try shit, to give her like some fix a flat with the with the flower? No, I was still trying to smash. And then I, I know, started, but that's what, that's what I said. A fix a flat with a flower. No. No. Okay. You should have gotten that right. So we were involved in a program called Uplift, Colorado yeah. Uplift. Mm-hmm. Bunch of shit. Bunch of like, the, you know, the inner oh, city inner shit. Inner city yeah. kids. Yeah, shit. And so the people working there are supposed to be God-fearing folks. Good Christian folks. Right. Right? Mm-mm. And there was a dude. He, because they they go, the teams are based off the schools they go to. Right. So this dude worked at West High School. Right. His name was Adam. Okay. Right? Adam and Eve. Mm. Clean cut Mexican dude. Not so clean but cut. But I knew something. I knew something about him. Okay. Wasn't right. Okay. So it turned out that Adam and Jessica had a fucking thing going on while they were, while she was in high school. Oh, Sadio, right? shit. She was 18. Hold up. He was, he was, he like, was like a, a mentor. He was a mentor who was obviously above the age of 18. Yeah. He Had was like 24, shit. 25. No, He liked to pray in Father God. Mm-mm. Just like faking the funk. Yeah. And I yeah, knew yeah. something was up with this motherfucker because he was a pretty boy. Yeah. So he started fucking around with Jess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it broke my little heart. Oh. My heart was broken. You, you know? I fuck up. If I see him, I'm run him over. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> and I was like, just treat her right, man. Just yeah. treat her right. And so this is all still like but th- under the under the table. Cause yeah, you can't you can't be a mentor, mentee. But she like hinted at it. She was like, oh no, we're not together. But then she smiles like you fucking fucking liar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sadio, so each one of us, so everybody in that program basically gets a mentor. Right. I had a mentor, right? Yeah. We didn't fuck. Yeah. Right? Whenever fucked my mentor. <laughs> was your mentor a guy or a girl? That. He was a guy. Okay. Good looking dude. <laughs> uh, we never fucked. So, Jess had a mentor. Mm-hmm. And her mentor's name was also Jess. Oh, okay. Jess was married. Okay. She was in charge of the cheerleaders. She was like the head cheerleader, happy-go-lucky. Okay. Jess knows about little Jess in this little... <gasps> And the, the, the tryst, the little tryst that they, the love, the love interest. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's trying to tell her that it's not good, it's bad, you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, she should. What do you think Big Jess does? She takes it to the elders. 
Big Jess ends up fucking Adam. No, she, she ends up fucking. Shut this is all up. my high school drama. She ends up fucking Adam, destroying little Jess. That I love. I just wanted to be there to pick up the pieces, but she Shut was like, up. she was like, I can't believe that bitch. She was like supposed to be there for me, mentor me, and my mentor ends up fucking the dude that I'm fucking. And I'm no. just like, the winner here is Adam. The winner. He ends here. up getting fired. Well, obviously. But I was just like, you could have had, you could have had more of me. Mm-hmm. But it was what just crazy to me because, like, it, I think that's when it started shattering my shit for my perception of Christians, bro. I was yeah. just like, oh, man, these adults are doing some dirty ass shit, bro. Dude, that's that's Christianity for you. That's these motherfuckers. They be acting like they don't be doing no grimy, dirty shit, and they do be doing some grimy, dirty shit. Can I tell you just super, super quick, just oh, yeah. because it reminded me. Um, Mentor story. I was also part of Colorado Uplift, and my mentor was a female. She was getting married. She fucking had us go to her bachelor party where they had black male strippers swinging dick around How doing shit. I was not 18. I'm going to tell you, I had to have been like eighth or ninth grade. Eighth or ninth grade. And I was just like, I can't be looking at this shit. She was like, get in the room. You guys are too young to see all this grown band dick. But you hear all the girls like hooping and hollering like, yeah, get it. Oh, he getting it. And it was, I was just like, I don't think this is, I don't think this is a good mentor mentee. It was me and our older sister. And then they're like peeking through the door. And I'm like, don't, don't do that to yourself. Dad's watching. You're going to scar yourself. I'm, I'm assuming they saw something because they closed the door. And I was just like, what is even happening? So, yeah, that, yeah, those mentors, they, they didn't make the best um, life choices. No, I'm but say. when I was young, I was like, man, this guy got everything figured out. No, fuck that. Wow. Well, that's terrible. Funny thing, since, you, since we're talking about our mentors, mm-hmm. funny thing about my mentor, you know, his name was Manuel. Okay. Ma- Manuel. Manuel. Clean cut. Yeah, he was a clean cut Mexican dude. Mm-hmm. Educated. So it was funny, though, because I first met him, I was probably like 10th grade. Yeah. I was like, yo, you fucking gay, homie. You <laughs> fucking gay. Look at your fucking glasses, bud. You're all put together with I your little I shit glasses. on him, but he was the most savage motherfucker. He was like, didn't your dad leave you? You think this is why your dad left you? Because you don't know how to appreciate shit? Wow. I was just like, in class, I was like, uh, you're, you're dumb, bud. <laughs> this is why I don't talk to you. Yeah. And it was Canceled. funny because he would tell me that he, he got married. And he married a white woman. Mm-hmm. And I gave him so much. I was like, you ain't nothing but a goddamn race traitor. Race traitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he instilled something in me. He was like, I don't want to deal with that crazy shit. <laughs> Pierre, that that's, why I, that's why I dated a white woman. <laughs> that toxic guy shit. And what did I end up doing? Date. I ended up dating <laughs> fucking a goddamn devil. <laughs> there you go. But shout out, Manuel. He showed me what's up. He was a good mentor. You think, you think Manuel listened to the podcast? I hope not. I hope he don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Shout out Manuel and your Shout out Colorado Uplift. Yeah, Colorado Uplift. I think they're still operating. (laughs) They still are. They be fucking. Yeah, they listen. Somebody keeps them in business. I don't know. Anyway, um, before we get to, because I have some confessions to make myself. And as you can hear, we need to refill. We need to refill. (laughs) Shit, it's all at the bottom. (laughs) We need to refill our beverages, so we'll be right back, guys. Blessings. You still here? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I can't believe the people that are here after the intermission. After after those confessions, 
they're going to they're going to to their pastor be like yo get right yeah get right with god anyway so hold on let me take a couple drinks can you imagine i went to confess and then i had a white claw with me and i'm just like hold up i got some confessions to make well I do have some confessions to make. None of these have to do with, well, some. Anyway. We were Preface talk- it. Preface. We, last week, we were talking about me working at Wells Fargo. And I had the mentioned. I did work at the drive I wasn't a why teller. Is it, why is it so bad to work in a drive-thru? Because I didn't work as a teller, Pierre. I didn't work as a teller. When I was at Wells so Fargo. So you didn't have a headset? No. Fuck no. So you were able to lift the mic? Turn they off didn't have the- headsets at Wells Fargo. You know what the fuck they had? It was a little speaker um, that came out from the desk. They didn't have headsets. Sounds legit. Anyway, Please. whatever. So anyway, so I was working at Wells Fargo, and I had talked about this last week that there was some shit that had gone down. And so now, now that we're confessing, now, you hear me? I can't even talk. Now that we're confessing, um, it did bring up a story of of a love interest. Murder. No, it wasn't a murder. Okay. It wasn't a murder. No, no. Of a love interest that happened at Wells Fargo. Ooh, so office romance. Office fucking romance. And it Shit, was it went down. So we had um we had a teller. Her name was Amara. And that's her real fucking name, because I'm not gonna think of fake names for Is her. it America? No, just like Amara. She was like um she was like Persian or something. I don't really know. She was like I don't know. But she it was like um she grew up here. It was like she was born here. Right. So it was just like her dad and her mom were, were like baby. religious. She yeah. Was yeah. She was an anchor baby. baby. So she was, she was cool. She was nice. She was whatever. Um, she was really, really pretty. Um, or she was, maybe she's like Armenian. I don't remember what she was, whatever. Stop it doesn't matter. Anyway, she was, she was a pretty girl and she was married and had two kids and she was a teller. Okay. And then just randomly, you started noticing like little things. There was this fuck boy that worked as a banker. His name was Gabe. And that was his real fucking name. Cause again, I'm not going to think of fake fucking names. So Gabriel. Yes. And, call me Gabe, though. and he was a boxer. He, he, he used to like fake box or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was him. Just but in the was, break room and his, shit. But it was like his dad that forced him to do it. And he didn't really want to do it. Cause he was like skinny and stuff. But so you see this necklace, golden glove champion. Golden, Yeah. He was not, I, he wished he could be a golden glove champion. He was nowhere near being able to be one. So people just noticed randomly that Gabe's numbers started going up because we would always put, Whoever was the prettiest teller, we'd put her in the front of the lobby to sell shit to Mexican dudes because that was a sales tactic, a sales tactic, right? Fucking horneado dudes would come in and this girl tells them, hey, do you want another bank account? Yes, I do. Is it with you? And she'd be like, nope, but you're going to come right over to this desk. All of a sudden, Gabe started getting all these fucking numbers, all these fucking bank accounts. And the bankers were like, what the fuck? How come his numbers are growing up? That's and, funny. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. And so we noticed that we were putting um, Amara up at the at the front a lot because she would get fucking numbers. And so then um, all the other bankers start bringing it up. And so I start adding fuel to fire. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of weird, no? And then you see them like whispering to each other like during lunch. And then he would go back behind the teller Hold line. on, hold on. What? They would have lunch. We had a break room. 
everybody had lunch. Like people, but between- they would sit together. Yes. Bro, that shit's happening at my job. Where I see somebody and they're married and they be sitting lunch with the same dude. I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yes, sus. You just have lunch. I'm like, God, for, I would never. No, I would. I would never let my girl have lunch with some motherfucker no. she works with. No, no, no. I was like, you better eat in your car, bitch. Eat in your eat fucking your car. car. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to go find another break room. Go to yeah. another floor and eat another eat another break room. So they would be like whispering, like just just laughing and n- nothing nothing crazy. But then you would see him behind her at the teller line trying to sell to get bank accounts and shit. And then people got real suspicious. I'm not saying that I didn't add fuel to the fire. I'm just saying people also got there without my help. And so people started hating both of them. All the tellers hated her. All the bankers hated him. And then one fucking day, we all knew who her husband was. Her husband, skirt, parks. Boom, comes in both doors. Where's Amara? Like in the middle of a Friday fucking afternoon. Where the fuck is he, Amara? Is he also Who are job? you fucking? Huh? Is he hijab too? Yeah. He... yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they oh, both are. shit. And this is like right after 9-11. Yes, the yes. Shit so she can that see. Panic <laughs> They're like, just like, oh. motherfucker's here right now. <laughs> exactly. Alala, you can't come in here <laughs> yeah. yelling. So he's like, where the fuck is he, Amara? And I'm like, Ooh. Ooh, shit. And I'm like, this is not at all what I was expecting, but I'm a watch. Gabe. <laughs> I'm like, Gabe, he looking for you. And so Gabe, he goes into a conference room. And Jesus comes out and he's like, hey, what's going on? Like our branch manager comes out. Hey, can't be coming in here to the north side and fucking disrupting this place, okay? And he's like, no, 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 no. I know she's fucking him. And we're all like, oh, no. Because we all suspected it, Nobody too. says that shit. Ooh. Yes, we're all like, we're all looking at each other. And I'm like, and then the tellers are like, I knew it, I knew it. I knew they were fucking, I knew it. Everybody fucking knew. Where she She's a goddamn whore. Yeah, where'd she get these numbers from? So the branch manager ends up walking Amara and Amara's husband the fuck out. They're like, bitch, you got to take your marriage shit the fuck out of here. Gabe, Mr. Golden Gloves, hiding in the conference room like a bitch. He finally comes out. Jesus goes and gets him, and he's like, "All right, you don't have to fight." Ooh, no that was close, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What did I miss? What's for lunch? <laughs> exactly. You guys catch that Broncos game? Yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> he's looking for like looks embarrassed as fuck, right? Like, you look at that pussy left. Out of I was I was ready. I was ready. I was I was just putting the vaseline on my face. We could have a fair fight. So. West, that day ends, right? And everybody goes chismeando. Like, it's gossip. Oh, yeah. It's it the is, office. It is it the is. fucking gossip of the week. I bet you he beats her, too. Yeah. Oh, I know that. That's like, you guarantee that they were saying some shit. So then she has the next day off. We come in and everybody's talking about it, whatever, whatever. Gabe is off the next day, too. Then, like, a week later, they make it official. She's getting divorced, and they are now together. And, like, on her little fucking social media, she now has pictures with her, Gabe, and her kids. Exactly. I don't, I don't advocate for domestic violence, but, bitch, you tested a motherfucker. Yeah. You married? Married. Fucking old boy. I used to that tell you, work with. you know, R.I.P. I used to tell BJ all the time, if you ever cheat on me, you better break up via text, girl. Don't you do it in my goddamn face. You better give me some time to cool down. You better be in another state, yeah, bitch. Yeah, you fucking, you trying me. Exactly. That's fucking, 
That's savage. She was like, look, your new stepdaddy. Yes. We're at Waterworld. Yeah. Had pretty. pictures from like three months ago and shit. Yes. She put up all these pictures on her fucking social media. And we were just like, Fuck. fucking shit. So then then they ended up getting married. She divorced her. She got, they, how, she in got, a time frame. How? Like within the year. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Within like, because it took a long time for her to get divorced. But yeah, no shit. They were That was together. the only thing. Even the that was, <laughs> was the, the divorce. Once the, the divorce is finalized, maybe we get married. Yeah. They got fucking married. Now it's going to work out. Uh-huh. We met cheating. Mm-hmm. We're not going to cheat on each other. Of course not. So I don't know. I don't know where they are in their lives now. But if you look up, I don't Google remember. Them. Yeah, Amara something and Gabe something we used to work at Wells Fargo in the North Side. Anyway, can I tell you another confession? More than that? Yes, bitch. <laughs> so Fuck. this one kind of makes me a little upset. Okay, so I was still working at the same Wells Fargo. Okay, and um. I ended up leaving for the day and I left like right when the bank was closing, like right before they locked the doors. I was like, I'm out of here. I fucking hate this place. Not 10 minutes later. Am I getting a call? And it's a fucking little teller. Excuse me, miss, miss, miss Julie. Um, we just got robbed and the cops are on their way, but they need somebody to come in. And I'm like, bitch, call Jesus. He's a fucking branch manager. I already done did left. Like I was pissed. What the fuck that got to do with me? Yes. What does that have to do with the price of rice in China? I don't get, I cared afterward. No sympathy. No, because what the fuck are you calling me for? But then I was just like, like bitch, I'm at Chili's right now. The <laughs> <So laughs> fuck ain't my problem. Two for 20. I'm trying to get right now. The happy hour ends here in, in a little bit. So wasting all my goddamn minutes. So <laughs> call me after nine. <laughs> so anyway, only the old people get that reference. All right. Now I got to ask you this. Okay. Were you in on it? No, I wish I was. I would have got, I would have come up on some fucking money. I wouldn't be here. Okay. If I, if I was in on it, but I had just left and this is how, you know, that like, so they called me. Right. And I was just like, I don't have shit to do with that. Like call, call the branch manager. I'm not going back. So they call the branch manager. The branch manager has to go back because it's his fucking branch, right? And um, the next day I come into work and it's like skeleton crew. Like they got one teller, two bankers, and the manager. And I'm like, the fuck is going on? They're like, yeah, everybody that was involved in the robbery yesterday or that had to witness it, they all get to stay home for a week. Bitch, I was salty. That's what made you mad. Salty. You I could have had a whole fucking week of stress leave. I, I was not there for the yes, robbery. Yes, it, that, fuck it. And it was a, it was a note passer. It wasn't even a motherfucker with a gun. He literally passed the fucking note to some bitch. Was like, give me all this shit or I'm gonna stab you guys. And they gave him money and then he left and it was. But they all had PTSD. I'm like the motherfucker that was taking the shit in the bathroom also had PTSD. He also had PTSD. Oh, everybody, everybody got PTSD. Me too. I was salty because I could have gone back. Anyway, um, I am. I was. I'm still. Look, I'm hyped about that shit right fucking now. 15 years later, you're still talking about that shit. Oh, man. They got fucking robbed and I wasn't even there. And I could have had a week a week of stress leave. Anyway, they have specific leave off that doesn't eat away at your like PTO for if if the branch gets Those fucking robbed. Incidents. Yeah, it's like COVID yeah. leave or whatever. It's like the same shit but stress leave. I was fucking pissed. Anyway, is that all? Yes, they deserve to die. (laughs) And I hope they burn in hell. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Wow. That was like the first time that I was able to catch on to, you know, a movie reference that you talked about. Anyway, do you have any movie references that you need to give or recommendations? 
Hold on, wait. I do have one. Hold on. Okay, go I ahead. I to look it up. So now we've come to the part where Pierre recommends. <laughs> so I was watching a movie the other day, and I recommend this movie to any, to to anybody who wants to enlighten their shit. It's on Netflix, and yes, I'm on Julie's account. They don't fucking matter because our profile's different, right? So this shit, watch this shit. Oh fuck! I was sober when I watched this. You were not high at all. No. Okay. So this movie on Netflix is called Fantastic Fungi. Let me Ew. give you the quick. Author Michael Pollan, you get it? Pollan, mushroom. Pollan. Pollan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, leads this way in this. Oh, fuck. That looks like Discusses, but Discusias? Oh, it's docu-series. Okay, wait. Hold on, wait. Author Michael Pollan leads the way in this docu-series exploring the history and uses of psychedelics, including LSD, psychocillin, MDMA, and masculine. Masculine. Watch all you want. It's about mushrooms, motherfucker. And this shit delves deep. They talk about how we, we, we come from mushrooms. Mushrooms have the same synapses that we do as humans, and we need to... All right, guys. Earth. Thank you so much for joining the podcast and listening to our shenanigans. Okay. Go fuck yourselves. Goodbye. Silence me. Okay, you know what? Say goodbye. Pierre, this is the dumbest wish- okay. movie recommendation I've ever heard. Okay. Are we done? I'm going to pray for you. <laughs> all- Whatever. What's the movie Stay called? Blessed. What's the movie called? Are you gonna meet me? No, I'm not gonna meet you. Go ahead. What's the? I don't. Don't read. Just tell me what the movie is called. Okay. For those of you that give a fuck, please watch Fantastic Fungi on Open your third eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Bye. Stay blessed, motherfuckers. First off, Pierre is a good guy. I like to consider myself. A That's good what guy. Chucky used to say. You remember? Right? He was part of the good guys. Bring it home. I'm bringing it back home. <laughs> I mean, that one's strong. <laughs> you just didn't mix it. Oh, fuck. I did not mix it. <laughs> you have a whole ass straw right there. Okay. In three, two. That's how you mix? How do you mix it? With the straw. They're encumbrant. Is that, how do you say that? Encumbrant. They're, they're just in your Cumber way. Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Is that a person? Yeah. Is it really? Star Wars. I don't know. Um, no, just Doctor stop. Strange. Just stop. I stopped listening as soon as he said Star Wars. Khan. He played Khan. <laughs> I legit grabbed a pen from my fucking... I have a pen holder. Right? Yeah, yeah, I grabbed yeah. that shit and I was about to fling it right at her. And I was like, <laughs> Pierre, don't do this. This is how people end up in HR. And I had it in my head and she looked at me right as... She's like... Were you calling me? <laughs> I still got the pen in my head. And I feel the devil. I feel the devil holding my goddamn head. He's like, throw that shit. You old as fuck. Why are you so slow? You bounce to die. You are so close you think to dying. Step. So if I ever get kidnapped, if I go missing, chance at my building is suspect number one. Okay, he's a white boy. Yeah.
Also, Gina, I love you. Oh my God. I love you, Gina. Who Gina, 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 stop mocking me. <laughs> Gina, Gina has muted you so that you can't I know this see shit, her story. But she, I can still see her shit on the Walking Wrong podcast, but the Loto Watcher, all of a sudden, all I'm of a watching. sudden, you can't see. Gina, you bet. know, you know what I had? Can that I tell you? That was an endearment. I sent you the, I sent you those flowers <laughs> as a term of endearment. <laughs> she said, why are they black? <laughs> why are there toenail clippings? Because it's part of me. 